the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Yes, it is all hers. And shout out to the herds, the hers tonight, the moms out there struggling across this country, scared to death, desperately driving hours each way just to retrieve one can of baby formula if they can find it. Ladies and gentlemen of America, we have a legit foods, a food shortage crisis in this country on behalf of children. And is it a manufactured crisis and why? That's just one of the questions we have tonight around this topic. And that's just one of the topics we have on tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. 888-344-1170. We're streaming live right now on AM 1170. The answer. Another topic and another question we have to try to answer for you guys tonight is... Is President Trump about to be investigated, and has he committed the same crime for which we all wanted Hillary Clinton to be jailed? Tom DeBacaro will be here to answer that question. Before I go any further, and then actually open up the phone, uh, the phones to you guys on this uh, baby formula crisis, I got to bring in my man who keeps me from having a crisis every night here on the show, a crisis of radio proportions. It's my man, DJ Potato Skins. And the message said, DJ Potato Skins. That dedication I have to this show, making sure you are firing on all cylinders five nights a week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, okay, so let's get in it because there's so many different angles and issues. It's not a simplistic situation. You seem you, it, it. You would think that it is right that babies in this country need formula, and for the first time in my lifetime that I'm aware of, we don't have any, or we got very little supply of it in the United States of America. Why is this going on? And if you think that this isn't, you know, we're here in California, the sixth largest economy in the world. Maybe this just is in some other area. Maybe it's in some rural rural area out there, maybe among the cornfields of Iowa. No, this is hitting right here at home. I want to play a clip for you guys um, from this is uh, California moms talking about what it's like for them here and what used to be the great state of California. Clip four. Over the last couple of weeks, it's gotten to the point where we can no longer find the formula we need. Sacramento area mom Michelle Willard has a three-month-old son who relies on formula. It's extremely nerve-wracking as a mother and not being able to find formula here in the Sacramento region to feed my child. And this other local mom, Jen Kistler-McCoy, has twin 11-month-old boys. Mm. There has been a couple of nights where I was driving around all evening just trying to find it because we had maybe enough for like one bottle that night. Is this the United States of America? 
my jaw's dropping. I mean, I, you know, I'm able to find, I, you know, granted, I've got to go, I've got to go at one exit south to, uh, of me to get my baby boy Gator's favorite pet food, but I, I, we don't have a problem getting pet food here in this country, but our children in the United States of America don't have food? This is incredible to me. I can't imagine having a three-month-old baby or two twin 11-months-old and you got one bottle to share from between the two of them. I am beside myself upset about this, and I got to put it out there to you guys, 888-344-1170. Are you struggling here in San Diego with this? Are we an area where this isn't a, a, a problem for us? And whether or not it's a problem for us here, let's brainstorm solutions. What is the solution when you've got moms across this country that are uh, millions of moms dependent on formula, it's not as though they've got another friend who happens to be breastfeeding at the time that can pump out extra. We don't have an industry anymore of wet nurses to care for babies because we've relied on formula. And I'm not an expert in this area. I'm not a pediatrician. I'm not a lactician. I've never breastfed. I don't really know what the solution is. Is there even... Is there, you know, um, if I don't have food for my dog one night, I can easily throw pull something out of my pantry, something out of my refrigerator. Is there an alternative to baby formula when you don't have breast milk? Is is regular milk acceptable for babies? 888-344-1170. We've got to be thinking solutions because let me tell you who we cannot count on. The United States of American government. The same Government that's being run by Democrats that want to yammer to you all day long about how much they care about the little guy, how much they care about the minorities, food. They they love to wordsmith, right? And one of their favorite words is uh, instead of poverty or being um, or, or starving, it's food insecurity, right? Food food insecurity. Well, you want to talk about food insecurity is when you are a baby and you don't have any food. And let's talk about why is this a manufactured crisis? Because this supposedly, according to the White House and others, this shortage began because of a recall that had to take place with a lab up in the upper Midwest because two babies had died. And that that sh- that uh, shutdown took place a couple months ago. Well, reports are the White House is saying tonight that they're not going to they don't want to rush the reopening and the FDA giving approval to this manufacturing plant to reopen. Well, the, the owner of the manufacturing plant, I believe it's Abbott, Abbott Laboratory, said that they've, uh, that the bacteria that killed these two infants, that killed these two infants has not been detected in the lab. So why would this shortage, why would there, why would that supply be cut off? Why would they not already go back to being able to manufacture? Let's not forget that the Democrats have long been very open about the fact, let no crisis go to waste, nor have they ever let an opportunity to manufacture a crisis go to waste. But before I get into that, I'll save that for later. One of the reasons why you can't count in the United States government, moms out there, for getting you any formula, is because according to Kat Kamek, Republican out of Florida, she received some photos from a Border Patrol agent at the Ursula Processing Center at the U.S. border where shelves and uh, are packed with pallets that have been delivered of baby formula. She, she did uh, two photos. She said the first, and this is on, on her Twitter, the first photo is from this morning at the Ursula Processing Center at the U.S. border. Shelves and pallets packed with baby formula. The second is from a shelf right here at home. She says formula is scarce. This is what America last looks like. Look, we're humanitarian people, right? 
we our heart breaks when we see these uh, immigrants coming up from these these war torn in these poor countries down in the world. We, we have sympathy for them. But we're so, our, the United States government is supposed to take care of our citizens first. We should not have babies starving in this country because they're lining and packing the shelves, providing that same formula, literally taking food out of the mouths of the United States citizens, babies in this country from their mom and literally out of the mouths of of American babies and giving it to illegal immigrants that came across this country. Does Mexico have a baby formula shortage? How about we send those illegal immigrants back down south of the border and make Mexico fulfill their responsibility? Because if they're... If they're come from Mexico, they should be back in Mexico. If they're from south of Mexico, they should have never been. They should have been stopped in Mexico because they need to go to the first point of entry. According to a Border Patrol agent who told Kat Kamek, you would not believe the shipment of baby baby formula I just brought in. He said this has been a Border Patrol agent for 30 years and he's never seen, she says, and never seen anything like this. He is a grandfather and he is saying that his own children can't get baby formula for his grandchildren. The Republicans, 888-344-1170, if you guys are struggling with this or if you know somebody who is, please tell us your story or if you've got an idea like for an alternative or some way that the community can rally together. Um, I'd love to hear it because we've got to be thinking a solution here. The Republicans held a meeting today and I guess tried to put forth some bill that had to do with um, trying to address the shortage. I don't know. Can you help me to understand skins? How, how a piece of legislation is going to, you know, what, what did they inter- introduce a resolution that, you know, we resolve to, you know, criticize the Biden administration? I mean, does that solve anything in your mind? Is that a solution? It's just more talk. Well, but without the power, there's not much more of that than they can do. Um, but raise awareness of it and continuing to call out uh, the hypocrisy of what's going on. A um, couple of people had some interesting comments today. Um, one of which is uh, Representative Waltz. Um, I, where is he from? Michael Waltz. He's from Florida. And he said, look, I think we need to take a moment and think about the fact. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. This is such a serious moment. But this is so true. He says, I think we need to take a moment and think about the fact that in Joe Biden's America, it seems like it's easier to get a crack pipe and a government funded smoking kit than it is to find baby formula. I am a new father of a four month old. And, you know, that's actually true. Now, a few months ago. Miss Thing, Jen Psaki, when this whole thing about um, crack pipes being included in uh, safe smoking kits uh, came about, she said, oh, that's that's a conspiracy theory. That's a lie. There's no actual crack pipes, you know, that are in in any of these safe smoking kits. Well, uh, according to Town Hall today, Town Hall actually had an article out, which you can find on the Answer San Diego website page. Uh, that's absolutely true. There was always crack pipes in the safe smoking kit. What does this have to do with abortion? Is this is this baby formula shortage a way to try to get Roe v. Wade to continue to be the law of the land? Well, we're going to delve into that when we come back. We've got uh, and we also have some breaking news on uh, the continued push by the Biden administration to increase the inflation on top of the baby shortage, the baby formula shortage that we've got here in America. So we're going to take a break. 
When we come back, we got more of the Andrea K Show on the other side. 888-344-1170. If you've got some ideas for us on uh, what we can get through. If you want to give us an idea live on air, it's 888-344-1170. Um, the, if you don't want to talk live on air and you just want to share an idea, that's for our 24-hour comment line. 844-814-5227. This is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Andrea K telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. There is a food crisis on behalf of our children in this country, which uh, really begs the question, since according to Abbott Laboratories, they could and could have probably never even needed to shut down their lab because the babies, the two babies that died that have been attributed to their formula died of a bacteria that was never found in their lab. And they're wanting to reopen and the White House is saying no. Um, We know that the left says that never let a crisis go to waste. We know that they're sending baby formula down to to illegals when Americans across this country can't give formula when they are taking baby formula food away from babies. And of course, this is coming at the same time, right, is where they're trying to legalize infanticide. But when they're literally taking food out of the mouths of American babies and sending it to illegal alien children down at the border and babies at the border, this is intentional with what they're doing. At the same time that Joe Biden is trying to pretend that he cares, I'm asking for for you guys to call in if you've got any um, stories that you want to share. If you're struggling with this, if you've got any solutions or ideas, 888-344-1170. Before we go to the phones, I had a clip I wanted to play of Joe Biden screaming and yelling, pretending he cares about food shortages. Skins, please play clip seven. How could we forget? People are hurting. And what does the microphone want to do? Forget it. Forget it. God is in the United States of America. The idea that people would have to wait in line an hour, an hour and a half to get a box of food and they're strong. It's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable what's going on that your administration, you lying sack of dementia, that you are up there screaming and yelling, blaming MAGA for food shortages when you're literally taking food out of the mouths of babies and preventing them from getting food by not reopening a plant. Going to go to the phones. Henry from San Diego um, is on the line and he's got some comments he wants to make about the baby formula shortage. Hello, Henry. Andrea, you've moved on a little bit since uh, I called in, but what I have to say is that uh, I'm a retired military, and in the military, if you commit a crime, there's a fairly expedient penalty, except January 6th. And in addition to that, the president of the United States is committing crimes against our country, and there's no expedient response while in charge of our country. No way to stop a politician while attempting to change our republic to a Marxist socialist country. Doesn't anybody else see that? Well, I I think they do. Let's try to keep it on topic with the baby formula shortage. This is everything that they're doing is a part of the cultural Marxist movement to transform us into 
uh, the away from a republic of states and into one that's a centralized system of power with full control over the citizens. And that, in my opinion, was what Roe v. Wade was all about. Under the guise of destroying our, the fabric of our nation, uh, the institution of the family, uh, the the idea that our rights come from God, not from man, and that we were a nation founded under under God, right? That our that Judeo Christian principles and values they've sought to destroy that. the The baby formula shortage is now becoming a talking point for the left as a reason why we need to have abortion in this country. Yesterday or the day before, we heard Secretary Yellen from the Treasury saying, "You know what was so great about abortion? Uh, it, it it helps us add to the to the labor force." Today, we had uh, some House Democrat lawmaker. Her name was Representative Katie Porter. I guess this was last night on MSNBC, and uh, she was asked about the issues of how the issues of inflation and abortion compare, Henry. And she says, "I don't think they compare. I think they actually reinforce each other." She explains. So the fact that things like inflation can happen and it can can be Become more expensive to feed your kid and to fuel your car is exactly why people need to be able to be in charge of how many mouths they're going to have to feed. Andrea, I agree with you 100%. However, that is right in line with what I just said. Something so simple and we can't do anything about it? Are you kidding me? This is America. Well, what do you think we should do about it? This is an intentional event to, to, by the left, to change what's happening in our country, to change, to get people sidelined on uh, whatever. But at the same time, people don't realize how amazing this country is and how we make things happen in a heartbeat all the time. We've sent we've sent multitudes and multitudes of uh, resupply to countries in need. We, we've done it to our own states. Well, look at what we're doing right now. Uh, And they make it happen. Well, right. Formula. Yeah. I mean, think think about it this way. Uh, You know, um, this Ukraine-Russia war was enabled and encouraged by Biden so he could, you know, bring refugees here, just like he created in in the crisis of Afghanistan and how that that chaos uh, erupted and resulted with 150,000 of potential Democrat voters and dependents coming here. And um, they fortunately tonight, uh, the Senate shot down and did not approve the $40 billion in Ukraine money. that they wanted to send that the House approved yesterday, but they can send they can they can send forty or want to send forty billion dollars in aid to Ukraine, and we can't even get formula for our babies. That means that this is a manufactured crisis. There is no reason for exactly. any any American mother or any American family to have trouble getting formula, and it's exactly. manuf- and, and these crises give them an opportunity um, to inflict. Pain on the population because pain on the population forces them to make a cultural shift. That's another reason why at the same time that this is going on, where people are already struggling with the inflation that's greater than it's been in 40 years. We today we reached a new milestone in gas per gallon. The Biden administration uh, killed all oil and gas leases to Alaska's Cook Inlet and the Gulf of Mexico. It's only going to get worse. Obama said it many years ago. Gas prices will have to naturally, will have to get, what, what was it, Skins? You know the, the, the quote on it. He said the energy prices are going to have to necessarily skyrocket. Yes. 
This is about inflicting pain on the American people because and this is was part of the whole Cloward Piven idea was that, you know, break the backs of the American people and the American economy and they will be so miserable enough that they will beg for government relief. Let me interrupt you for just one moment so that everybody gets a picture for this. In Desert Shield, Desert Storm, we arrived at the piers in Al Mashab, uh, Saudi Arabia. Mm -hmm. When we got there. They had boxes and boxes and these huge Connex boxes full of gear. You didn't even have to sign for it. You just went over and picked it up. It was there immediately. And we're ta- I'm talking before, before uh, you know, the, the main event of in, uh, going into Kuwait. These boxes of equipment were there. Why can they not get baby formula? They can. You see? They can. And that, thank you for that they visual, can. because they, there's never a supply chain crisis when it's something that they want. You look how they pushed out this shot on people in nine months, right? Um, you, you know, they got, uh, you know, uh, Saki's claiming that those smoking kits didn't have crack pipes in them. No, they had crack pipes in them, and they got those out quickly to people. This is, this is not an issue of uh, supply. This has to do with a manufactured crisis for pain, and they don't care. And this is a part of the Marxist movement. They don't care. This is how we have. Uh, upwards of 100 to 200 million people die under communism or leading up to communism because the end justifies the means. Henry, thank you for your service. Thank you for calling in. Um, I appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Before we go, coming up, we've got Tom DeBacar who's going to be here to weigh in on the breaking news today uh, that might actually be the first lawsuit and grand jury that might actually be something that Trump should be in fear of. He will be here to talk about that in a moment. We did have another caller who called in and said when we were asking for solutions, what do you do? We don't have a wet nurse community anymore. If you don't happen to know somebody with an extra supply of formula or a friend of yours who can who can put out more breast milk, which I don't even know if babies just will automatically, you know, do that. A caller called in and said that evaporated milk is to be used before formula. Go online and find out how much water to use in a ratio. So I don't have any idea whether or not that works, whether or not it's acceptable. I think what we're going to try to do is maybe get a a pediatrician on the show tomorrow night to maybe give at least some medical advice on what is probably the best alternative in this situation. So thank you to the callers. And um, we're going to take a break. We come back. We got our buddy Tom DeBacaro from uh, the political vanguard, author of many books like The Divided Nation. And he will be here to talk about the breaking news today over a grand jury that's been impaled. And Tom DeBacaro thinks Trump may be in some trouble. And you'll hear why when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer San Diego. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. Moving on from the baby formula shortage story because it's just far too upsetting to, to me. Um, and thank you for our callers, including one that had a suggestion on what to do. Um, we got to move on because, you know, you guys have known that since Trump came down the escalators in 2015, they've been looking for any way that they could come for him, any way that they him or his family, whether that they could uh, persecute and prosecute him, most importantly, whether it was and they did this through Crossfire Hurricane. They did this through the Trump-Russia collusion, Bob Mueller investigation. We know that Hillary Clinton and her in her 
peeps were continuing to spy on Trump from the White House. Um, we know that the uh, uh, U.S. attorney from the Southern District of New York campaigned on trying to trying to bring down Trump and his family. I mean, they were going to dig until they found a hammer that he did not have a receipt for that was written off on his taxes. Any way to bring him down and they might have found it. And here to discuss is Tom DeBacaro, author, historian, has written many books. And the most important one I think you need to read is The Divided Nation. And you can also read his, his articles at a lot of places, including Political Vanguard. Oh, that's all. you got a, quite the resume, my man. Hello, Tom DeBacaro. How are you? And shortly I'm going to announce a new little project that I did, but I can't do it quite yet. Don't you tease me, mister. That's exactly what that is. <laughs> well, if you're going to tease me when it comes time for an announcement, you better do something nice for me. So I'll let uh, you. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Am I talking to the colorized version of you on the Internet or the actual? You're talking to the actual, you're talking to the real deal, but thank you to uh, a listener who actually created a new, like, painting version of me today. Um, I thought it was fabulous, a little more eye makeup than I wear, but nevertheless, I thought it looked great of me, Tom Dell. Thank you for that, and thank you, Ben, for that new portrait of AK. All right, we got to get serious, my dear. Um, Tell everybody there's a grand jury that has been, a grand jury investigation has begun a federal grand jury investigation and into whether or not a Trump basically kind of did the same thing as Hillary with some classified documents. Tell everybody about it. It's a bit, it is a bit different. So people should know that classified documents uh, are a category of documents where very quickly they have to be handled in a specific way. And that specific way uh, means that, they can only be in specific locations. Well, over the years, that has meant that people like David Betrayus got in trouble because he took home a laptop, mm-hmm. if you remember, General yes. Betrayus. Yep. Uh, it's, it is easy to, <coughs> excuse me, to accident, accidentally or not realize that you have, let's say, a, a DOJ or a uh, Department of Defense computer, you take it with you, you've now taken it away from its secure location, making it possible if it got lost or otherwise. It is, in many respects, for most people, it is a crime without intent, meaning that you're not allowed to do this sort of thing. It doesn't matter your excuse. Although whether you get charged with it does relate in some respects to what's going on in your head. And we all remember Hillary uh, and the issue with regard to her computer. Now, what is this grand jury looking well, excuse into? Me, excuse jury? me before you go into the grand jury, because I am flashing back on this does not require intent. It, 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 but James Comey, yeah. when he came out on July 4th weekend, was very clear to yeah, do that uh, paralleling that you lawyers like to do. Well, she, did, she uh, didn't have intent. Therefore, she's innocent, even though it didn't require intent. I do think that this but, might be is different. It by, is different. But, OK, so let's go back. I was going to her go back to that and make an analysis. But let's go back to to Hillary. So 
In fact, she did have intent because she created a system whereby she would be receiving documents at her house. And there was simply no way that she wasn't going to get classified documents. Sooner or later, a classified document was going to show up on her computer at her home, her computer system. And in fact, many did and not only so, not only that, but I think what's also different here is, and 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 you will have to get into maybe maybe you can let me let me tell you All what's right. going on. And so the president of the United States over the years has lived separately or had homes separate from the White House. Of course, this uh, dates all the way back to George Washington. So, but the statute that they're looking at didn't. So what happens when a president of the United States or potentially people on their staff are on the move and documents wind up in places like, I don't know, Mar-a-Lago, and did the president of the United States intend to have classified documents away or does intent even matter because clearly there are times when presidents have classified information away from the White House. We don't, we don't have a prior example of going after a president for something like this, which is the lead into your story. Because look, we remember when the New York attorney general was going after Trump and they were going to find something. Well, that's not what the fourth amendment's about. The fourth amendment is pick a per it isn't doesn't allow for picking a person and finding a crime. That was what a bill of attainder was in England. And that's why the fourth amendment was created to specifically stop that kind of activity, but it was never stopped. Many of the Trump people were investigated simply by association and violation of the fourth amendment. And so now we find out that there is a grand jury going after this president because why? Look, this is the this is the criminalization of politics, uh, and we don't know the exact details. But it seems pretty clear to me that this is just a continuing effort by them to impeachment on and on yeah. and on. They're going to do anything to stop him from running again. Yeah, we're talking to Tom DeBacaro, famous. Um Famous fisherman, reportedly, back in uh, the the, oh, the, the Alaskan waters. You're we die when you find out the next thing. Yeah, really <laughs> um, uh, he's yet to prove the alleged fisherman, a brilliant historian and attorney. Um, look, you know, I, I, I'm kind of squeamish about this because um, I. I it, I believe right is right and wrong is wrong. When Hillary Clinton came out, when the classified documents, her violations of the Espionage Act, I mean, it was, there was, what was in her classified documents that she transported across unsecure, you know, internet system where she had a server in her bathroom, uh, we had operatives that had to be yanked out of the field. CIA special operatives had to be yanked out of the field in Yemen. There, you know, she, her excuse was, well, Colin Powell did the same thing. And I said, well, I don't know if, if somebody had to be yanked out of the field from Yemen because Colin Powell had a separate email, but if he did, then lock him up too, because I'm somebody that says, I, I think justice should be blind. However, we don't really know yet. The, what the, according to the National Archives, what's, what actually was classified there, according to the National Archives, 
Its archivist found documents containing items marked as classified national security information. Well, I'm supposed to trust the National Archives? There's not an institution in the United States right now I trust. Who 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 is telling me, who is reporting that these were marked as classified? What's their idea of classified? Because this is the same government that didn't have a problem with Hillary Clinton and, you know, uh, transporting classified information that had operatives had to be yanked out of the field. Why should we trust yeah, these archivists? Yeah, worse than that, because she set up a system right. whereby she was guaranteed for this to happen. She, it was the whole point of it, was she wanted to be able to do something from her home. Right. However, in the time we've got remaining, if, if intent doesn't matter... Um, you know, I want I want people to be held accountable. I don't want people playing fa- fast and, clu- and loose with classified information. Um, if he was transporting or, or playing fast and loose with classified information, that's a problem. But I'm doubting the people who were, first of all, identifying these as classified. I don't trust anybody at all in our government, particularly anybody involved in the Biden uh, administration, the Biden White House. And we don't know that Trump even knew anything about these documents. Am I supposed to believe that Donald Trump was packing a box? Not yet. Right? Not yet. But this is the same. This is the continued criminalization of politics. You can be sure about it. The, the way things are lightly going for Hunter Biden. Um, mm-hmm. If it was opposite here, you, you know, right now, the Democrats would be calling for impeachment. But we're not there yet. Hopefully we will get there. Still waiting on Durham. That's well, going to be a movie. Well, waiting yeah, on waiting on Durham. Well, you know, we had a judge last Saturday that just basically said that, you know, you can't introduce anything that had to do with, you know, the uh, a joint operation, basically, of spying. You can't mention Hillary Clinton and the DNC and anything else in this Michael Sussman uh, prosecution. Um, but I, I don't, you know, I this is good. This grand jury investigation is in D.C., where we even even have Trump appointed judges that are denying bail of January 6th defendants because they might still believe that something, you know, untoward happened in the election. Is this do you believe that this could be the one way in which they bring him down or at least stop him from being able to run again? Um, no, I think he's going to run again regardless. And we are out of uh, we haven't had this bad of. Uh, justice system since John Adams' Sedition Act outlawed dissent against the government. There you go, showing how smart you are again. Most people don't even know who John Adams is. (laughs) Most people think it's a beer. He literally made it illegal. They literally made it illegal to do so. People went to jail for, for jumping against him. You know who was excluded from that? Vice President Thomas Jefferson, because they were from opposite parties back then. They didn't run on the same ticket back then. And Jefferson became the number two. And he honestly believed that the country was was on the verge of ending at that point. And he wasn't entirely wrong. He wasn't completely irrational. And the, the justice system today is so corrupt by politicians that we, we are in a dangerous moment. Yeah, we are. Um, Tom Delacaro, thank you for being here tonight. Thank you for making me laugh. Promise me right right now you're going to come back and make your whatever your announcement is here on the Andrea K. Show. (laughs) Well, I certainly will be on your show and talk about it. I guarantee it. All right. Have a good night, my dear. Bye-bye. All right. Now, y'all come on back. We've got, uh, who is it calling my man, Dr. Gorka, a Nazi? Is it the same people? They were telling you that the the 2016 election or the 2012 election was stolen. 
What's the latest with this disinformation governance board and this czar? Guess what her idea is for Twitter? We're going to talk some disinformation from the people trying to protect you from disinformation when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. emailed you quite a few times and you've been kind enough to respond back. I watched the uh, 2000 Mules movie yesterday for free on the internet. I told you about that by email. Um, I was really disappointed in Dennis Prager and Kirk. At least Kirk got it at the end. But it's sad that Prager, who I admire a lot, with everything that's gone on and all the research you can do on your own, regardless of the movie or not, he still wasn't woken up after seeing the movie. So I was really surprised at that. And I was surprised at D'Souza too, because there's a lot of people that have done a lot of groundwork on a bunch of issues on this. And one of them is Mike Lindell. And he didn't even mention him in this movie. But all the ballos with Dominion and all the things that Mike has uh, discovered. You know, I question some of the things Lindell's done, but he's he's basically, you know, he's a big hero in this whole scenario. And, and Steve Bannon, too. So thank you for all you do. I love your show. I listen to the podcast every single day. You're a credit to San Diego. Thanks. Oh, thank you, caller. Um, wow, a lot to unpack there, as the cool kids say. That's a saying that I hope, you know, goes away soon. Um, but anyway, thank you so much for calling. And yeah, I, f- I forget oftentimes to tell you guys about the podcast, and the podcast is available on the Answer San Diego site. It's also on uh, Spreaker and other areas, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Um, 2,000 Mules, I got to tell you guys, the most successful political documentary in a decade has been seen by a million people, and I want everybody to see it like a caller did. Um, in regards to Dennis Prager's um, response, that is disappointing. Um, I don't really know what it would take to convince anybody. Um, I, I've seen enough of 2,000 Mules. I haven't seen all of it, but I've seen enough of it to where if that does not convince you that the, uh, uh, the election was stolen, I don't know what will. You've just decided then, and I don't know Dennis Prager personally. He's been on the show a few times. I consider him absolutely brilliant and, and a philosopher. But you know what? Even a clock is wrong twice a day. And I think he, I think he's flat out wrong there. He's entitled to his opinion, though. And so are the, the, uh, everybody else entitled to their opinions, including the people that are still held in a gulag and not allowed out because they question the outcome of an election. I encourage everybody to see this movie. I will tell you, caller, that uh, the reason why Dinesh D'Souza, um, didn't, there's, there's other people focusing on other aspects aspects of the fraud that took place. Um, there are people focusing on what happened in um, with the machines. There's people focused on what happened in the legislative areas, like in Pennsylvania, where the state uh, um, Supreme Court there rewrote election laws. There's other people focused on cleaning up the voter rolls. Dinesh with True the Vote and Salem Media Group focused on an area that nobody else is reporting on. And it's absolutely necessary. And I think had Dinesh gone into other areas, it would have watered it down. In fact, they didn't even include all the imaging and the video that they have. And so it's interesting because Dinesh put out a tweet the other day that uh, the fact checkers are coming after him saying that geo tracking is imprecise and inaccurate because they've got to have some way that they can criticize and bust his his movie. And they can't. And he said, since the fact checkers say geo tracking is imprecise and inaccurate, Here's Chief Justice Roberts in a 2018 opinion. 
He says when the government tracks the location of a cell phone, it achieves near perfect surveillance as if it had attached an ankle monitor to the phone's user. So we need more than a million people to see this movie. In fact, we also need the Republican Party to all be. Uh, why isn't this being played in uh, for every Republican in the House and Congress? There should be there should be showings from the Republican Party everywhere, and this should be a part. This should be something they're talking about. We're in the middle of primaries going on right now, right? Why why are they not talking about it? Um, the latest. Um, the, the new White House press sect- secretary has did uh, many tweets um, in the past and many different uh, areas of communication said previous elections with GOP wins were stolen. One of which she talked about was she was, you know, how everybody mocks Stacey Abrams, how she said that she's governor of Georgia. Well, who was behind that? Who continues to say that that Georgia governor election was stolen from Stacey Abrams? None other than Ms. White House press secretary, Corrine Jean-Pierre, right, who also had this absolutely fallacious comment about Dr. Sebastian Gorka. We are not just a superpower. We were a superpower. We are now a hyperpowered. Nobody in the world, especially not North Korea, comes close to challenging our military capabilities. As you were saying, for Donald Trump, his qualifications that he could go on TV and spew this type of ugliness and bizarreness and attack the press. He does that a lot. And so that that's really he's a gat, glad, gadfly who goes on TV, f- continues to fan the flames of white supremacy, neo-Nazism. And that's really his qualification. Wow. That, he, that he's a neo-Nazi, that's his qualification. Talk about some disinformation. Well, get this. That's who's let that sink in a moment. Our new White House press secretary. Just called a legal immigrant into this country who served the United States by teaching being a professor of war at a war college here was a Department of Defense appointee, now a national radio host. And she's going to call him a nasty, outrageous bigoted name like that that's who's going to be our white house press secretary who didn't believe in uh, various elections that the republican party won why isn't she thrown in the dc gulag because everybody in the democrat party right now with their big tech their spokespeople and their media are all about pushing out their phony narratives and their disinformation. And now here comes the Disinformation Governance Board. The latest today of Miss Nina Jankowitz is her plan for Twitter is that Twitter should allow the verified users, the blue check people like her, to edit others' tweets to add context. So now the fact checkers are supposed to be anybody with a blue check? There ain't a person on there with a blue check. And, 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 and I've been asking for years, what's this blue check about? I haven't even bothered to try to, to try to apply for a blue check because it means absolutely nothing to me. I hate ending a first hour on, on a, a negative note. How can we end on a good note? We'll end on a good note by talking about how 2000 Mules is the most successful documentary in a decade. We're going to end on that note. And then we're going to ask you all to come back for hour two. Stay tuned. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.